0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. What is up, Buff Nation? Welcome into the DNVR Buffs podcast. We are, of course, presented by the American Raptors. You can head on over to americanraptors.com and grab your free ticket for one of their rugby matches or stream all their games at that site. If you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete, check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Rugby may just be your next ride. You can also follow our DMVR Rugby podcast. Our guy Colton Strickler has you covered there. My name is Jake It's How is everyone doing today? It's been... I don't even really know the word. It's been crazy on Twitter. Rumors are flying around about who the Buffs' next head coach could be. Um, some very strong rumors, I should add If you didn't listen to our show uh, Just yesterday, Henry came back on the pod He and I talked about All this coaching carousel stuff Dion Sanders, what CU would look like In year one Under Deion Sanders, how much would change immediately And we're already starting to see A lot of that change it's where we start today's show With this transfer portal The Buffs have already seen A handful of guys leave the program We talked about Casey Roddick On Monday, But it just came down yesterday while I was at the basketball game. Owen McCown has declared his intent to enter the transfer portal. So a lot of these guys who are not grad transfers, um, which Casey Roddick is, he can immediately enter the portal. Uh, We've seen guys like Michigan's Cade McNamara. He entered the portal as a graduate transfer. He committed to Iowa. But these other players that are not graduates, Owen McCown, Chase Penry, also entered the portal. They cannot officially enter enter the portal until Monday. They could always come back, too. I think that's important to note with this transfer portal. But they have stated their intent. It looks like Owen McCown is going to be one and done as a buff. Um, obviously, we didn't get to see as much of him as we all would have liked to see. When he played, he was a very tough player, very tough quarterback. Uh, stood in there, took some hits in the pocket, made some plays outside the pocket with his legs, just an admirable attempt, really. I mean, he was thrown into such a rough situation with a team that is pretty devoid of talent, let's be honest. And he did enough to keep Colorado in that game against Cal until he got hurt and JT Shroud had to come in. Um, it's It stings, I know. I know it's probably a difficult one to swallow, losing Owen McCown. But as we talked about yesterday on the show, with Deion Sanders potentially coming in, the Buffs could be getting a huge influx of talent, as opposed to what we saw last offseason with the Transfer Portal exodus. I think the recruiting, the Transfer Portal would all get a huge bump. You could throw players in, like Shadir Sanders, like Travis Hunter that we talked about yesterday. But we've seen recruits also state that they would consider flipping their prior commitments to CU. uh, Local kids, too. So, I mean, the changes that this program could be going under in just a matter of days is off the charts right now. We had a basketball game last night, and we're going to spend a lot of time talking about that one today. Probably, if you came here for a football talk, that's probably all we're going to do. Um, we've got tons of other Deion Sanders podcasts going right now. But it was a big game for the Buffs yesterday as they took on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Ultimately, the Buffs end up losing 60-59. to 59, Probably the hardest loss of the season to take so far. The Buffs were up by 15 at halftime. Um, they were actually up by 15 five minutes into the second half, too, winning 38-23. They struggled to hit their shots again, and that's really just the story of this team is the inconsistency, how they struggle to get these layups through the basket they were hot from three to start the game. I believe the stat was behind the arc. They were five of seven on their three point shots. They finished the game 10 of 26, though. They shoot 38% behind the arc, which isn't that bad. But from the field total, the buffs only shoot 37.7%. As we noted many times this year, that percentage just has to go up. They just simply have to score more points. And a lot of those easy baskets are not so easy for them. I actually asked Jalen Gabadon and KJ Simpson about that after the game yesterday. Uh, Gabadon responded um, just talking about how these shots, some of them are blocked. You know, some of them just don't have a chance of actually making it in. So it's true. I mean, these layup stats can be a little inflated, um, but it's it's just hard to see. I mean, there's plays, so many plays in each game where you see these layup attempts that look fairly routine. I mean, they're great plays. They're making plays. It's physical, and they're doing their thing, but the ball just clanks off the rim. Uh, There there was a play last night where Javon Hadley, I think, had two or three offensive rebounds and didn't get the shot to fall in that possession. It's just tough stuff like that. Um, When Jalen was talking about it, he mentioned that maybe they got to look at the shot selection. Maybe that's something that they have to consider at this point because it's obviously not working. What they're trying to do right now, Credit to Arizona State, though. They played great. Uh, both Cambridge brothers played really well. Devin Cambridge had 18 points. He went 7 of 12 shooting. He also had four rebounds. Desmond Cambridge Jr. had 11 points scored. Three of eight from behind the arc. Four of 12 on his actual field goals, but those threes were deadly to Colorado. He also had three rebounds, five assists. Um,. Four steals, too. Just such a tough loss. I mean, this team was without uh, Bagley. They were without, I think, a couple other guys, too. So this isn't a full-strength Arizona team, Arizona State team, and the Buffs just collapsed in their home court. Good news is, though, we have another game just right around the corner on Sunday. Um, And as we've seen with this team, they alternate wins and losses. They're inconsistent. One game they're bad, one game they're good. I don't want to say we're due for a good game now, but if I had to bet anything on this next game, I mean, it looks like the Buffs are primed for a big performance just given their history to this point. KJ Simpson, I mean, tough night throwing uh, or shooting from the line. He went 0 of 2 on his free throws. A lot of those or both those attempts were crucial late in the game. Didn't hit either. He only went 5 of 16 from the field, 13 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. He had 5 turnovers also. Uh, The turnovers were a huge thing for the Buffs. They had 20 to Arizona State's 10, and they just kind of came in bunches, too. You'll hear that when I talk to Tad Boyle, uh, head coach Tad Boyle, in this interview coming up that I got today with him. Talked about a lot of things on this team. We talked about KJ. We talked about Tristan. We talked about uh, Neat Clifford, who's having a rough year. We talked about Hadley. And, of course, I also asked him about Quincy Williams. I know a lot of you guys were... Wondering what is going on with that situation So hopefully what coach Boyle had to say clears some of that up at least for the meantime In terms of the rest of the roster Tristan Okay night I mean 10 points 8 rebounds 3 assists Um, He did have 3 turnovers himself too But he also had 2 blocks and a steal It was a solid game from him I think it just goes back to the point That was made before this Yale game From coach Boyle And what we saw from Tristan in that Yale game was he was being more aggressive, uh, especially early on. I don't think we necessarily saw that in this one. Again, just part of the inconsistencies that we've been seeing from this basketball team. Before we go any further, though, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. You guys know we love our Breck brews at DMVR. They have a beer for any occasion, especially for the holidays now. Try their Christmas ale. Their buddy pass is also out there. Tried a couple of those at the DMBR, DMBR Bar. Both fantastic beers, as is everything else from Breckenridge Brewery. Get yourself a Broncos Country Pale Ale, a Fun Slinger. They also have good company hard seltzers at the bar, too. If you're interested in any of those, check out their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com and to find a brew near you. Also, shout out to our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. You can also boost your winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Also, just go to the home screen on DraftKings Sportsbook. Scroll across the top. Tons of great offers, odds boost, profits boost. That you can find there. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DMBR to place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code DMBR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Alright, with that being said, let's get into the interview I had today with Coach Boyle. It's about 15 minutes. We get into a lot of aspects about this team. Um, and coach was really candid and critical of himself, which I know a lot of people have been on Twitter. so check this one out, see if this changes, what you think about this team to this point, and if the the some better days are ahead or if this is just a sign of things to come. So here it is my interview with head coach Tad Boyle. So just starting off, I mean, you got to sleep on last night, just your feelings this morning about last night. Uh, you know
1: I just feel like we're really poorly coached right now I'm just I'm not doing a very good job with this team we're not yeah I knew going into the Arizona State game to beat those guys we had to play with toughness and we had to play with discipline we just you know uh, we're just not good enough I mean our offense is really really struggling right now I gotta do I gotta find a way to help our guys You know, second half, we've got 12 turnovers and six baskets. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's just, we're putting a lot of pressure on our defense. With that being said, we still could have won the game if we get stops, you know. Uh, We're up 10 with five minutes to go. We each have the ball nine times. You know, we convert one out of nine times. They convert six out of
0: nine times. Mm -hmm. Good buckets. He's not going to beat anybody. You talk about toughness. You see mm-hmm. Javon Hadley going out there, you know, still got the bang up shoulder. Doesn't really, obviously, doesn't start, but comes mm-hmm. in and yeah. does his thing. Yeah. How do you kind of get that to rub off on this team? I don't know.
1: You know, that's a good question. That Javon is one guy I don't worry about in, in terms of toughness, you know. Um, but a lot of other guys are not, they're not playing. Not playing to the level of their abilities, and that, and, and when they're when you have players that aren't doing that, um, it's usually mental, um, and it's, uh, it's something that as a coach you got to figure out. That's why that's why I pay to do what I do yeah, to figure this stuff out. And, uh, so we, uh, I'm we're in the process of doing that, and uh, it's uh, I knew there were going to be growing pains with this team. You know, I guess my expectation level with certain players in our program. Are maybe a little higher than they should have been. I think, you know, I look, I look around. I don't care if you're talking about you know, Denver Broncos football, you know, or CU football or CU basketball. You know, name the program, name the sport. You know, the expectation levels sometimes are out of whack, and that's what creates huge disappointments. And so, my expectation level of this team and of this program and of our players. Is maybe a little higher than what it should have been coming in, mm-hmm. and then, or I'm just doing an absolute poor job. One of the, one of those two things is yeah. true. It's uh, probably probably the latter, <laughs> but, but it might the be the former. It might be the former. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know. It's a, it's a long season, um, but I'm uh, I'm extremely frustrated because I know we're capable. of... Being so much better. Mm-hmm. And we're
0: not. And as a coach, I have to own that. So last night, just with the turnovers, it seemed like they kind of yeah. came in bunches. It was like the first five minutes of the first oh, yeah. half, and then yeah. uh, kind of towards the end of the game, you had a point, I think, towards the 12 minute mark in the second half, too. Yeah, it's just. It's Can you explain that? Uh, toughness. Yeah. I mean, when you turn the ball over,
1: you're not being tough. Especially if it's being stripped from you. If you're just taking your ball, which they did, you know. Five six times last night. Just took our ball. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to be strong with the ball. We knew that going in. We knew they were coming at us. We knew they were going to pressure us. We didn't mm-hmm. And that's been a common theme with this team. When you go back to the Grambling game, you go back to the UMass game, you go back to the Boise game, and here, it rear its ugly head again last night
0: against Arizona State down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Than just looking forward for Washington what do you expect out of them how do you expect the team to respond you know areas? look we just got
1: to get better I got to do a better job I mean last you know look uh, we're up to we miss a free throw we still can win the game but because we're not disciplined enough in our transition defense because we're not uh, schooled well enough in helping the helper because that's all that play was it was transition defense guy got beat baseline we had two guys run at the ball They kick it to a wide-open three for a shooter. One guy should be helping the guy that got beat in the baseline. The other guy should be helping the helper. And we take that three away. They don't get it off. Or if they do, it's really contested, like their other threes were. And uh, we win the game. Mm -hmm. But we're not disciplined, and that's on me. When your transition defense isn't good enough and your players don't know that you're supposed to help the helper as a coach, I have to look at myself and say, our guys don't understand that yet have a junior and a senior, uh, you know, in, in, in those rotations, but doesn't matter if they're juniors or seniors, or they're freshmen or sophomores. Either get it done or you don't get it done. We didn't get it done, and that's on me. What about Washington? Could give this team problems on Sunday. Their zone. Yeah, their 2-3 zone is uh, it's unique, and they're long, and they're, uh, we've got shot blockers at the rim, much like Arizona State did. And our offense is going to be challenged. And uh, in our offense right now has a long way to go, uh, but it's a zone. It's going to be a zone concept game. It's not going to be a man-to-man, you know, a game uh, in terms of what we're attacking. And uh, you know, with zone, you have to attack it with concepts. You have to be playmakers. You can't rely on plays. I think right now, offensively, one of the things that we struggle with is we rely on our plays. We got. I don't know how many plays in our playbook, you know, 50, 60, 70, I don't know what it is. But we run a play, and it doesn't create a shot, and then we're like, okay, what now? Mm -hmm. And it's that what now piece that we got to get better at. And again, I I look at myself in that, because we stand around, and we don't cut, we don't move, and we end up with really, really contested shots at the end of the shot clock, so... Got a lot of room for improvement, and I've, I'm doing—I'm not doing a very good job right now. I'm really disappointed in myself.
0: Then uh, with Luke O'Brien, it seemed like he only played a few minutes, but probably one of his better games. He shot time. the ball well. Luke um, shot the ball yeah, well. Yeah, just your
1: thoughts on that. Yeah, you know, Luke, Luke shot the ball well. He's a capable shooter. We know that. Struggled defensively. You know, struggled taking care of the ball like like our whole team did. Yeah, we had nine turnovers from our point guard position. So. Um, I thought Luke, you know, he made his open shots, which is really a, a good sign. And, uh, but we need we need all of our players to be more consistent on both ends of the floor.
0: And what about Neek? Seems like he's having a rough year so far. Just, what's going having, having a rough year. I, I don't. I, I've I've got a.
1: I don't know the the answer for Neek right now, other than just uh, try to put the ball in the basket when you he can. He's He's in his own head. Really, really struggling mentally, and I, I'm,
0: you know, I'm not doing a very good job of helping him either. And then with, I've just gotten a lot of questions about Quincy Allen. I know your mm-hmm. rotation already set, but is there any yeah. chance of him breaking in? Yeah, it, it depends on practice. You know,
1: right now I'm kind of going with with the rotation that we've got set. You know, Javon Rothen didn't play in the second half last night. Now I, you know, and when. When things like last night happened, you start second guessing yourself as a coach. You know, oh, maybe I should have played Javon more mm-hmm. uh, instead of this guy. Uh, and but that's that's the nature of sports. When when things don't go your way, mm-hmm. and, uh, we get a stop at the end and everybody's happy and like, okay, we dodged another bullet. You know, we dodged a bullet against Yale. At the end of the Yale game could have been just like this one. We just got to stop. Arizona State, we didn't get a stop. So, and our offense and the inefficiency on that end is putting a lot of pressure on our defense. And our defense isn't ready for that right now. It's obvious. So. We talked
0: to KJ a couple of days ago and mm-hmm. just about the inconsistency. And he yeah. said he's trying to get out of like the, the mindset of coming off these losses and he feels that hunger for that win. And that's yeah, see, he's just trying did, to explain that. Yeah, I that. think I think our players
1: shouldn't even be thinking about winning and losing. As crazy as that sounds, they should be thinking about doing what their job is in the possession. Okay, KJ's our point guard. He should be worried when we have the ball, what what can I do to make sure our team gets a great shot? That's all he has to concern himself with. When we're on defense, we got to contest every shot. His transition defense is really, really bad for a point guard. And you know we're gonna watch Phil today, and I'll, I'll, I'll show him. And, and and it was bad, and we didn't get. We there was three or four possessions where we didn't. Arizona State didn't make us pay because they missed a shot or missed a layup or whatever. But we're breaking down too much, and so KJ can't worry about winning and losing. He needs to worry about getting getting back and stopping the fast break and making sure we don't give up dunks in transition or, or wide open threes. He has to concentrate on the things that are important. Winning and losing takes care of itself. If we're if we good in transition defense and we're good in help the helper, we win the game. The win, the win takes care of itself. So you, he's worried about the end product. You can't worry about the end product. you got to worry about the process that it takes to win, which is every dang possession of the best. And the thing about basketball is there's so many possessions. And you know, you, you lose a one possession game, you lose a one point game, and you look at uh, you
0: can look at any play in the first half or second half that cost us that game. Any play. Do you see last night sort of as a measuring stick? Because where you guys line up in the Pac-12, or is this no? It's the first
1: game. First game. But what what I know is, you know, we're zero in one. We just lost. We, we lost a home game uh, that we should have won, and uh, nobody's gonna feel sorry for us not a measuring stick at all it's it's just uh it's a um stubbing your toe out of the gate you know starting gate was opened and we tripped coming out now we
0: better pick ourselves up and catch back up to the pack i think you were in the room last night when kj kind of put that message out to buff nation kind of taking blame for the loss obviously it's win as a team lose as a team but how did you feel about K.J.? I appreciate
1: that. I appreciate K.J.'s ownership. I, I, the one thing I do know about K.J. is he cares. He does care about winning, but he needs to focus on things that are going to lead us to wins. Not, doesn't, you don't need to focus on the end goal. But I uh, I love K.J. I think K.J.'s a really talented player, but he's in a new role this year. Uh, Tristan's in a new role this year. Evan Batty's not here anymore as a leader. Those two guys... So when, you know, when, you're, when you're guys that are supposed to be leading your team take ownership and take responsibility, I think that's a, that's a positive sign. But we do win as a team, we do lose as a team, but everybody in that locker room that is playing has a responsibility to live up to the standards that Colorado basketball has set. And uh, I, I said this after the Grambling game, I'll say it after the... We're, we're falling short. Now we, yeah, we've we've had some good wins and we've we've shown some uh, we've shown some signs that we can be a good team. But we're a very inconsistent team, and uh, we're a young team. But that's not an excuse. It's not an excuse whatsoever. I mean, we we could have and should have won that game last night. We didn't. And as a head coach, I always you know I'm a thumb guy first. I'm always going to look at myself. And then uh,
0: we got we had a lot of things we got to improve on. And i got to do a better job. Just on Tristan, you guys talked a lot about his aggressiveness kind of coming out against Yale and obviously it paid off in that game. How did you feel about that last night?
1: Tristan didn't have his best game, you know, but uh, we want him to be aggressive. We want him to be a playmaker from the position he is. I think he's a really tough matchup um, for big guys, and he's a tough matchup for guards. He's got a unique skill set. He can shoot. You know, he didn't shoot the ball well from three last night, but he's a capable three-point shooter. We've been posting him up. Uh, he was effective against posting posting up against Yale. It wasn't as effective against the Arizona State last night. Again, another sign of inconsistency. Um, if you can be a good post player against Yale, you can be a good post player against ASU. Mm-hmm. If they come to block your shot, you just pass the ball. It's like basketball is not a it's not a complicated game. It's not really. Not real difficult to sometimes figure out. Sometimes we make it more difficult than it is. But Tristan's an important part of this team. You know, an important part of this team. And uh, he and KJ, um, they both have to play play better than they played last night for this team to be uh, an upper level Pac 12 team. If they don't, we're probably lower, bottom half Pac
0: 12. There it is. Hope you guys enjoyed that interview. As I said, really candid, um, really forthcoming, and just laying it all out there. Um, He's obviously very frustrated. He stated that many times. He said after the game on uh, yesterday, that was Thursday, probably one of top five most disappointing losses in his 13 years at Colorado. He said he couldn't think of five that stung worse than that one uh kj was obviously beaten up he put a message out to buff nation i tweeted that out if you want to check that out at jake dmvr before we wrap up the show today though guys i want to tell you about our friends over at green mountain dental green mountain dental has been a supporter of dmvr since the very beginning we've had countless fans and our own staff convert to green mountain dental and never look back they're located just 15 minutes from downtown denver and lakewood dr ben and his team have you covered from general dentistry like regular cleanings orthodontics such as removing those pesky wisdom teeth and everything in between. Tell the team that DMVR Sports sent you and get a $300 discount for a full orthodontics treatment for new patients. If you mention DMVR Sports, you get a free set of bleach trays at $350 value with a new patient cleaning, exam, and x-rays. To make an appointment or find out more information, check out their website at Group.com today. With that out of the way, we got to wrap this show up. Um, This is going to be the last time I talk to you guys. Going into this weekend, some things I want to say, I want to tell you, uh, some information I want to share, but also just some personal stuff, or personal thoughts, I guess, that I want to share. Keep a level head, guys. It's going to be, as we've seen on Twitter today, it's the wild, wild west out there. You're going to see a lot of fake accounts. You're going to see a lot of real accounts saying stuff. Everything that I've heard coming out of Boulder has been very, very positive, positive. Um, We've seen contract structure details being tweeted out today from CBS Sports. Sua Cravens, former Denver Bronco, now works for CBS Sports. He's been tweeting out some very interesting rumors himself. I think that we're going to get a coaching announcement this weekend. Everything is pointing that direction. And I think Buff Nation is going to be happy with what they see. Just from what I've heard so far. Um, That's all I'll say. I'll leave you on that. Um, With this basketball team, again, we have a game on Sunday against Washington. They are in Seattle. It sounds like it's going to be a tough game, as Coach Boyd talked about, with that zone and just how this team has been so inconsistent to this point. We don't really know. I don't think anyone really knows what we're going to get out of this basketball game, but it should be fun. We will talk about everything. As it all unfolds, stay on standby for an emergency podcast this weekend. Um, I'm sure you guys will hear about the news. We've got you covered here at DMVR Buffs. Follow the Twitter account at DMVR underscore Buffs. Follow me personally at Jake DMVR to make sure you are updated on everything going on with the football and basketball program. As we head into one of the biggest weekends for CU football in... A long, long time, and they're not even playing a game. Um, this could be a program-changing weekend. We will see you guys. As I said, stand by. We'll talk soon. Until then, let's go Buffs.